0: This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Do y'all look sleepy!
1: You have the cleanest butt in all of the land.
0: Get out of here! You've been wiping your ass with bleach? <laughs> ass cancer. I'm just living off the land, baby.
1: Hey, I'm deaf. What's your number? Please remove your bloody hand from our broadcast. <laughs> Downward dog! Shigga. <laughs> cock Are you Amish? Chicken I call it diarrhea chicken. This is what I get for not recycling! Spanky.
0: to episode, uh, what episode is this? This is five, six. Five, six. Of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. If you've made it this far, thank you. We're still figuring things out as we go. What,
1: you mean this thing isn't finely tuned and well-polished?
0: Definitely not. What are you talking about? This <laughs> you is- say ass cancer like 14 times in this episode. Um, Sonic has been accidentally wiping his butt with something that he should not, out of pure mistake. Like it's not him just being funny. So we'll deep dive into that. Oh, and Tovlo! Oh yeah, we did talk to Tovlo. Tovlo joins us on this podcast.
1: Grammy nominated and, and singing,
0: song writing Tovlo.
1: She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna come on and talk about some stuff. All that and more.
0: Holy Lord! God this bless is your heart.
1: Action packed. Spanky's Corner.
0: A podcast.
1: I have a conundrum, and I need your help. Okay. I love Panda <laughs> Express more than a lot of things in life, and I eat at Panda Express in our building. Pretty much every single day. And I get the exact same order. It's the chicken teriyaki with the the white rice in a bowl. And I go down there and the sweet lady, who, she's like, would you like your usually? I'm like, yes, I will have my usually. She <laughs> gives me the, <laughs> she gives me what I like. And I move along in the line.
0: Do you really eat this every single day? Yeah,
1: pretty close. I call it diarrhea chicken That's, because, yeah, you know.
0: We know why.
1: But yeah, probably like three times a week. And I see the same people and I get the exact same thing. And then I go through the line.
0: Oh, they should give you a rewards card.
1: Have you seen that episode of South Park where Randy goes into the Whole Foods and they ask him to donate to charity and he never does. And it becomes a big whole yeah. fucking big ordeal. Yes. That happens now at the Panda Express What's that I go the to charity? every day. charity? Children's Hospital. It's
0: always bad when it's kids. And that is like a really good cause. But like you're there every single day. You'll end up spending so much money. They would put you on the poster after that.
1: <laughs> because I've been there every day rounding up. It'll, you only round up to the nearest dollar.
0: I know, but can you imagine if you eat there that frequently, you claiming that money you've donated to Children's Hospital at your tax return? I mean, probably just $365, but...
1: But here's the catch. Here's where it comes around. I already donate money to Children's Hospital. Do you? <laughs> I swear to God. So my wife and me, when we were in Seattle, I worked for a radio station out there. We did this thing with Seattle Children's Hospital. And part of the thing was you sign up. It was called uh, something for the kids. And it was 20 bucks a month. And we give it to them every single month. Okay. Still do. And so at the Panda Express down below, they ring a bell every single time you donate. Mm. So you automatically know when you don't donate.
0: Is it like a teacher bell?
1: It's loud and they ring it multiple times. So they're banging on it. They always ask, would you like to donate to Children's Hospital? And I respond with no. Do you, you just say, say no? I'm like, no, when thanks.
0: I ha- They always do that at, uh, at PetSmart. Like, they always have something going on at PetSmart. And I always feel terrible because obviously you want to help animals. So when I'm buying Luda his food, like, Luda gets, like, freaking Versace pet food because he's fat and, like, I need to spend more money. So he's okay. So when they ask me to round up, I'm always like... Ugh. Well, I'm not eating this week, so my cat can. And I just always say, not today. Not today is my go-to
1: line. Okay, and you start doing that. Well, <laughs> It's better than no. Eventually,
0: they'll be like, what day for you? Because you're here every day.
1: I've never donated to this because I already donate. And it's not like I can sit there and say, I already give to the kids because people are like, yeah, right. So now I'm literally wrestling with the decision. <laughs> should I stop donating to the kids in Seattle and donate to the kids at the Panda Express? Or should I just keep going through life, telling them no every single day, just- and then they ring the bell for the person behind me that donates
0: not today is the move like that's because then it makes it sound like you might do it tomorrow or maybe you did it yesterday just don't be like no <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm in there three times a week they know i don't donate and they ask me every single day
0: Woody, how do you say it no
1: no th- thanks no thank you
0: no thank you is okay but like don't say like no thank you
1: but i need to start telling them i'm like i already give to the kids or something. Here's the other problem. You have people in front of you and behind you in line that just look at you like, oh, that guy's a shitty person. He doesn't even like the kids, let alone the sick kids. Won't even help him. Won't even round up his 27 cents well, to help the sick kids.
0: Well, then maybe pull out of Seattle and start putting your money in at Panda Express because- <laughs>
1: Which is fine. But now I'm punishing the sick kids in Seattle to help the kids in Panda Express because I have a problem with the Panda Express people. It's not the kids in Seattle's fault.
0: Well, now you're punishing the kids in Chicago.
1: It's a big conundrum.
0: This is like that episode of Friends where Phoebe said there's no such thing as an actual good deed. Or I think it's Chandler who said it. Because like you, you do it and then you instantly feel better.
1: Then why do they make me feel so awful every day I go down and get my chicken teriyaki rice bowl that I get usually?
0: Well, they don't say this out loud, but roasting is the number one philanthropy tactic. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I don't like, I didn't know this before I moved to Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago Where do you live? Chicago. Mm-hmm. Chicago mm-hmm. Was this whole recyclable bag bullshit. Yeah. I'm used to getting bags everywhere I go. I don't hate our planet. I just don't think about it. So like I'm used to going to the grocery store and getting my bags. And now I feel like they're vindicating me with their eyes every time I say like, yeah, I need I need bags.
1: You respond back to them and you let them know that you use those bags for trash, for trash bags. Because I do. And you let them know. Be like, I'm not going to buy trash bags. I'm going to use these bags instead.
0: (laughs) You know what I actually use them for? What? Cat poop.
1: I use these bags for cat poop. (laughs) Then let them know.
0: (laughs) Well, I just, I I don't know. They always like look at me like I'm going to burn in hell. And it's just, it's really overwhelming. So today I went to, when I was walking back from a yoga class, I was like, oh shoot, I need to get like the little cotton pads to take off my makeup with. And I was like, so I'll stop in a Walgreens. So I was at Walgreens and I grabbed the cotton pads. Then I was like, oh, I need shaving cream. And oh, my favorite soap is on sale. So I walk up to the thing and the lady's like, do you need a bag? She
1: said it sounded very erotic.
0: It, no, it was, it was like with, with anger. She's like, do you need a bag? I was like, yeah. And then like when I saw the look she gave me, guess what I did?
1: You told her no, and you carried out seven items in your little hand.
0: I put them in my mini little backpack, my little, <laughs> my little Cher Horowitz backpack. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> and like my backpack is like out to here. I look like a, I look like a mother bee. I'm so uncomfortable because my shoulders are super sunburnt from the weekend. So now my backpack is just tugging on my burn. And I'm like, this is what I get for not recycling. Between
1: giving to the sick kids and the people that make you feel guilty for buying a bag. I can't even go to the store anymore. I can't eat anywhere. I'm done.
0: Did you get anything from Amazon Prime Day yesterday? No. I like ordering stuff like that from Amazon because it just ships and I don't get roasted. They just drop it off. Today, I actually got really scared because I ordered um, cheesecloth two days ago from Amazon.
1: Ordered what?
0: (laughs) Cheesecloth. What is that? It's like where you like strain. Like, it's like when you're living off the land and you're like making your own things and like straining it through a cheesecloth. I did this because I want to start drinking celery juice in the morning, but I don't want to buy a juicer. So you can like make it in your blender, but you got to strain it out and you can only be done with a cheesecloth.
1: Are you Amish?
0: I'm just living off the land, baby.
1: (laughs) You live it on a farm?
0: (laughs) On the weekends, you're going to be like, why doesn't Julia come around anymore? I'm going to have like a booth down Michigan Ave where I'm selling my juices. (laughs) I'm going to start making nut milks. (laughs) The, the sky's the limit with my cheesecloth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spanky's corner. A podcast. I recently had um, w- uh, probably my favorite broadcast of all time on the on the lo- on location.
0: Wow, you're pretty old, and you've been in this wow. for a long time. No, that's so hurtful, that's-
1: Julia. That's really hurtful. I didn't know 26 was old in this <laughs> world that we live in. But whatever. <laughs> um, we do these live broadcasts from time to time, where we go out and we we you know go on the streets. We see the people, we set up at some random grocery store, we give away things. Yeah. And this one, we were giving away things at a grocery store that's actually not too far away from where I live. However, the clientele and the people watching out front of this particular grocery store is always off the charts. And they told me I was going there for four hours, which I knew was going to be probably Uh, That would probably lead into the single greatest appearance of all time, and it did. You
0: were there for four hours, not two? Four. Okay, no wonder so much happened, because usually it's just a two-hour appearance, and I'm like, how did this much happen in that amount of time?
1: It started with a drunk guy there at 10 a.m., Hammered. And we've talked about Handsome Kyle before, right? Handsome Kyle, part of our B96 street team. I don't know
0: team. if we ever um, used that audio from talking about him.
1: No, we didn't because he was kind of boring.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was really <laughs> underwhelming. He doesn't listen to this. So I don't care. He's pretty,
1: <laughs> but good Lord, he's boring. Um, Handsome <laughs> Kyle was out there and he set up shop and we were, giving, we were sampling products. I won't say the sponsor or the grocery store, but we were sampling some products and there was a drunk man there with the beer at 10 o'clock and that's where it started. Okay, so he kept drinking throughout the thing. He's yelling at people.
0: Was he homeless?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, he was. He didn't strike me as that. He struck me as a a drunk man at ten a.m. outside of a grocery store.
0: I don't know how I haven't seen seen that as a thing yet. What's that? Just in my life, I haven't seen a drunk man outside a grocery store at ten a.m. Maybe Do, I haven't been looking for it. You haven't
1: been going to the right grocery store. I need
0: to manifest. I'll this. take you to this
1: particular <laughs> one this Saturday at ten a.m. and we'll have a look. See. Okay. The drunk guy was there for like an hour, hour and a half. And then we finally got him to leave because he kept sitting on our table, sitting on our like uh, our bin that had all of the stuff. He kept swiping all the sampling things. And then he kept running around the parking lot as we're playing music going,
0: B-96 is fucking here. Oh no. Did he sit, sit on the table or just like cheeks?
1: Sitting, uh, laying. Uh, laying? No, there was, oh yeah, he was relaxing. And he was going in and out of modes of distress.
0: Did you guys tell him to get off?
1: It was tough to because he didn't understand what we were saying. He was pretty hammered. I look over at one point, handsome Kyle is giving him a hug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kyle's like, I'm so pretty. I know what will heal you. (laughs) Suddenly he's not drunk anymore. (laughs) Well,
1: it did it because he was crying five minutes later. Not handsome Kyle, the drunk guy.
0: Crying about what?
1: I don't know. It happened three different times over the course of the four hours because he left, came back about 45 minutes later, was drunker, had more alcohol. He started slamming his drink on top of our little table, <sighs> spilled beer all over, went up to a woman, tapped her on the back. She turned around and said, don't you ever fucking touch me.
0: That would be me on a wrong day. Oh,
1: he was like, I just wanted to tell you you're beautiful. I'm so sorry. And she goes, I'm sorry for you. Okay. And then he started crying again.
0: Oh, like actually tears. You saw tears. Yeah.
1: Oh, I can show you a picture. I I, want to see
0: the picture. You didn't show me this. I didn't show you. What was his age range?
1: Uh, I would say early
0: 50s. Oh, that's what I pictured. Oh my God. He is crying. He is crying. And he is on the table.
1: And it looks like he might've pissed himself right there too. If you kind of look, we're not quite positive. His pants
0: are really dark. I can't tell
1: but there is a puddle right by his foot along with french fries. Don't know where the french fries came from, but they're there.
0: This is sad. This makes me sad.
1: Well, don't worry. Handsome Kyle was there to console him.
0: Oh, I can't believe Kyle hugged him.
1: While Handsome Kyle is hugging him, we have another man that comes up and he starts talking to us and he starts talking to us about the violence in the city. And at first he came across as just like an activist and he was doing good and it was a really interesting conversation. And that quickly led into about how we all have ass cancer from the horse meat inside the grocery store that's in the ground beef. What? It was that quick.
0: How did how did he uh say you have butt cancer? Because
1: he was telling us things that we don't know about what's going on in the city. And then it was just like things about politics. We're like, okay, fine. And he goes, "I'll tell you something else you don't know. Inside this (laughs) grocery store where you have all the ground beef, it's really horse meat." And he goes, "It's from dead racehorses, and we all have cancer because of it." I'm like, "Cancer?" He's like, "Ass cancer."
0: Was this guy drunk?
1: No, sober. He was just hanging out, telling us about ass cancer. It was me, handsome Kyle, and Eric, who's the guy that's running the the broadcast.
0: So, okay, what time did you start, and what time is this now? This
1: this is probably about twelve thirty,
0: and you started at. 10, 10 a.m.
1: So as we're dealing with ass cancer guy, Kyle is still hugging drunk man. Ass cancer guy finally leaves. We're like, all right, cool. The crying man kind of calms down. We've got about 35 minutes left before the end of the broadcast.
0: Was the ass cancer man and crying man there at the same same time?
1: Because time, Eric, who was doing the broadcast, and me were dealing with ass cancer. W- well, not personally. Yeah. Gonna- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, <laughs> according to ass cancer, man, we might all have ass cancer. He, so maybe I'm dealing with it. I like how he said it.
0: you have it like currently and you don't know.
1: He ruined my day. And that's why I told him, I go, bro, we were doing so well. Now you just inform me I have ass cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating horse meat unknowingly. So ass cancer guy leaves. Crying man is kind of calmed down, still a little drunk, but he spilled beer all, all over our tabletop. And so now they gotta wash ew. the table skirt. And where we're at, around the corner from the grocery store, this man comes walking up. And you could from afar, it looks like he's got some stains on his shirt. And we're like, hmm, I wonder what this is. Comes up and it looks like he's gonna reach out his hand to shake our hand. And then he opens up his palm. He is profusely bleeding all over the place. What? Out
0: There's, of his hands?
1: Out of his hands.
0: Ew, ew. Blood makes me blood makes me cry.
1: Dripping and we're like pulling the table back with all the broadcast stuff. We're like, bro, Ugh. please remove your bloody hand from our broadcast. And can we also get you some assistance?
0: I am so happy. I didn't have to work that. I would have, I would have left after that. I can't handle blood. Like I'm cringing thinking about it. This man
1: is dripping blood all over the sidewalk. We pull the table back. We're like, bro, do you need help? He's like, I'm going to kill this MF and dude around the thing. He had some reason. And he goes, I'm going to shoot him. And he <gasps> reaches into his pocket. I'm just,
0: okay? I'm just scared. I feel like I'm there.
1: With his bloody hand, he pulls out his conceal and carry permit. Or at least I think that's, that's what he Which said is it now was. now ruined because I, it's bloody. It's blood all over the place. Which I've heard if you've got a concealed carry permit and you need to show it to a police officer, if there's blood all over it, that's probably a bad thing. Right. So handsome Kyle just hugs him (laughs) shakes his hand gives him a big hug no he runs over to the b96 van gets like a plastic thing that's the only thing we had in there and gave it to him because he's so handsome and kind gives it to him and he wraps his hands that way he can try and stop you know the bleeding so he stands there for about three minutes going off about how he's going to kill this guy around the corner don't even know if he exists he just punched a window
0: is this guy homeless
1: don't know not sure. I don't think so. I don't think any of these people were. I think it was just people shopping at this particular store on a random Saturday.
0: Oh my God. So
1: as bleeding guys over there, I look over, crying man is now crying again because he got yelled at <laughs> by somebody else because he was yelling <laughs> about his the person's kids and he was claiming he worked for B96. He didn't. But he's just a drunk guy. So now he's crying. Bleeding Man's in front of me yelling about how he's going to kill somebody. They lock eyes. It's kind of a weird thing Ooh. where they kind of half start yelling at each other, but not really. Bleeding Man then takes off the plastic wrap around his hand, walks away over to the train stop, leaves the plastic thing on the ground next to Handsome Kyle.
0: Ew. Well, it's, Kyle really was a hero.
1: He really was. It was at about that point where we had about 20 minutes to go. And I'm like, guys... This one's been real, but let's pack it up.
0: <sighs> all right, now f Mary Kill bleeding man mm. ass cancer mm. drunk guy.
1: Marry, ass cancer guy because he was filled with a lot of information.
0: Not all true though.
1: Yeah, but you know, it started off as a very reasonable if conversation. You would be
0: able to tolerate him for the rest of your life.
1: Well, then should I marry the crying guy? Is that what we? I don't know. Expect? I'm just.
0: I'm just. I'm. We're just working through these.
1: I would f the crying drunk guy because he was wild. He was out of control. He'd probably be fun. He would be. A, he would be a blast.
0: And, Very active. And bloody is halfway there, so you why Just
1: finish. I probably kill the bloody guy, so yeah. <laughs> and then, I, yeah, I would marry ass cancer guy.
0: Oh, I didn't know like ass cancer really did it for you.
1: <laughs> Spanky's Corner.
0: Yesterday, I was doing a yoga class. And um, at this particular place, it was like a garage setting. You know? You know how some like businesses will have like garage doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They open like the garage doors and you're doing your class. And it's like really nice because you'll get like a breeze in it. It's not... All the way up to where you can just like walk in and out. There's like a like a ledge. So it's like halfway up. It's like they're open to windows, but they're garage doors. So we're in our final resting pose, which is called the Shavasana. And you're laying on your back and your eyes are closed. Like you ba- they, la- they basically just let you sleep for like three minutes because they just put you through hell.
1: Is that post downward dog?
0: No, that is Shavasana.
1: No. I was trying to you're be relatable shout- to the yoga story because I know nothing about you're yoga. You're just and I- shouting
0: out the thing you know. Downward dog! <laughs> so we're laying on our backs. Eyes are closed been there and like i usually can like pretty much fall asleep or just like kind of lose consciousness for a little bit and all of a sudden i hear <laughs> I,
2: like, open
0: my eyes and there's this drunk guy like swinging over the window trying to get in he's homeless and he's like y'all look sleepy <laughs> and then <laughs> everybody's, like, eyes are shooting open. The women who run this studio are so distressed. You see, like, my, the woman leading the class is, like, kind of, like, freaking out. The woman, who I think is probably the manager of the studio, is shooing him with a clipboard down the street. <laughs> like, get. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> and thankfully, that was like the last thing of class. But it's supposed to be like that is the most peaceful you are in the whole class. So it kind of it completely ruined it. <laughs> and like after class, they're like, we're so sorry. You guys can come back for a complimentary class. We don't mean for that to happen. Oh, you got a freebie? Yeah. Yeah. They felt, they felt so bad. Here's
1: what we do. We find someone around here, that, like somebody like Sonic that looks kind of homeless Just keep running the classes so keep, I
0: can get a free membership. You
1: know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> going, you look sleepy.
0: But, but knowing Sonic, <laughs> he'll just be like... <laughs>
1: Dude, he would 100% do that. He would
0: 100%. Sonic d- literally does anything. Um, he went to a 4th of July party last week and they made him like do um, a what's in my fanny pack. Did he tell you this story? No. Okay.
1: Is it good? Should we bring him in? Yes, yes,
0: yes.
2: Spanky's Corner.
0: A podcast.
1: I heard you had a thing at a, at a, Julia mentioned something about a story with you in a fanny pack. At a 4th of July party? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Embarrassing moment. I mean, what's new? Well, first of all, how did it come to the point where somebody asked you to unpack your fanny pack?
0: I would ask him that.
3: You Just think? because it looks suspect a little bit. I don't know, a guy with the fanny pack, but you wear it across your chest. It's like a lot of females hate it. I don't care because it holds a lot of stuff.
1: Does yours say Supreme on it? No. <laughs> I need to get one of those. Those are expensive. Those are out of my league. <laughs> Unless you're going to get a real one, you're going to get one some knockoff one from, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I told you, I, I, all my jewelry, everything I have, is pretty much not that expensive because I lose everything. So my fanny pack, same, same uh, category from, from, it's from Top Shop. It was like thirty bucks. You
0: love a Top Shop. They're yeah. closing.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry for your RRT. loss.
0: So, what do you carry in this fanny pack that you can't carry in your pockets as a male?
3: My phone. I'll have my uh, uh, jewel. No, oh, cheese. Or whatever, and then I'll have um, some other things. My, what did I say? My keys, my mm-hmm. wallet. When I walk my dog, my poop bags.
0: You keep them there for yourself? Yeah.
3: No, I mean, and then, so I went to a 4th of July party, and everyone's like, what the hell's in your fanny pack? And I was like, well, I got these awesome baby wipes right here in case I need to go number two when I'm outside the house. And I pulled them out, and they weren't baby wipes. They were, like, hand sanitizer wipes or <laughs> like whatever. Like, <the>, those
0: so <laughs> wipes we have right there?
3: Yeah, and everyone thought, like, Clorox wipes or something, <laughs> and everyone thought, like— You've
0: been wiping your
3: ass with bleach? Yeah, I thought I was all tight. I was like, mm— clean like a baby's butt and I whipped them out and they're like dude no no (laughs) wait (laughs) how many times have
0: you used these didn't you realize it burned or did you think that was supposed to happen no
3: actually it dried out my skin like right above like (laughs) in my crack (laughs) And I noticed that I was wondering, like, because I had I felt like it was dry back there. And I was like, okay, am I getting a rash or something? Then I put two and two together. I'm like, does because I've been using Clorox wipes. These Buffalo are like the same things wings.
1: we would use to clean a
0: countertop. No, Tyler, no, they're the. They're no, no.
3: The ones you would get at Buffalo Wild Wings to wipe your hands off. They're mid-level. They're in between baby wipes and Clorox <laughs> wipes, but it's so, still not the same. This for your
0: is butt. like a bootleg way to get like a bleached butthole.
3: Oh, I know, huh? <laughs> I think that's what it's
0: not like trapping Porn stars do it
1: uh-huh. Dude, you have the cleanest butt in all of the land do, So
0: have you like been on the baby wipe train like for a while and then like you just accidentally brought bought the wrong ones or were you like
3: no, Yo, actually, how
0: do I step up by cleanliness? And then like I
3: usually get the same ones, um, did our baby wipes. But they these ones were on the end of the island display at Walgreens. They were on sale.
0: What brand were they? Lysol?
3: They're- <laughs> no, they're the ones that you would see in the car that like parents have for their kids. That are always like it like, was just one pet. though. That's
0: very luxurious of you, by the yeah. way. So like yeah. that's like pretty like highbrow. Like I now believe that you probably have a bidet. <laughs> a bidet. <laughs> And you've continued to wipe after it's been, like, so dry back there?
3: I I realized I had a dry patch. It wasn't, like, on my (laughs) Come
0: on, man. It was, like, like above.
3: It was, like,
1: above. Like, uh, the start of the crack at the top. (laughs) Hey, you teased something last week on this podcast, and we never got back to it.
0: Oh, what? Um, you pretending you're deaf to get a girl's number.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I did that once a long
3: time ago.
0: So uh, why don't you unpack that for us? Well,
3: I thought this was my new strategy because every time <laughs> I like talk, it just I talk myself out of ass all the time. So so
0: you're like, I should just not talk and yeah. use my notes app.
3: Exactly. Because I have no just
0: know
1: Just know something about Sonic. He's the best opener. Terrible closer but right. he can he can break the ice like nobody's
0: yeah. business at a party. Yeah, yeah it's great. At that. It it and
3: it's not cheesy. Thank you. Thank you. I like I really appreciate that.
0: Well, he, you fuck S- it up along the way. Yes.
3: Yeah, so, I I had this brilliant idea. I'm like I'm not going to talk to these girls. I'm just going to do like um it's kind of like when people request songs from DJs, they type on their notepad on their phone and they point yes. it at the DJ They're like, I've had ah, that I play the Chain Smokers. Well, I did that, but I said, "Hey, I'm deaf. What's your number?" <laughs> and I handed it to the bartender. And then she typed in her number at work. <laughs> but then when she handed it back, she said, you're an idiot. I just saw you talking to <laughs> minutes just
0: Like at what point, like it also, you didn't think that through because if you guys are going to go out, what are you going to say? Like, That's- I got cochlear implants in the last week.
3: <laughs> That's the... Exactly.
0: <laughs> Is he's going to answer his phone, like, in the middle of the day? He's be like, yeah, hello? No. Everything's good. Why?
1: He goes in the RPM Italian and asks for a Braille menu. Oh, man. Dude, so what happened?
0: I just got what you said. <laughs> Dude, the hex. Oh, yeah, I got it out,
1: too. <laughs> oh, I guess you're not, you're not blind. You're deaf.
0: That could be your next strategy. Yeah, pretend like it you're just blind. And like, just touch her face and be like, I know you're beautiful. So did you call her?
3: Yeah, I texted her immediately the next day because I didn't want to be like the two-day rule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? You yeah, stupid. Yeah. So I texted her. I'm like, hey, <laughs> the deaf guy from... <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> long old sex nothing dude, ghosted she probably gave me her friends number
1: so she never even hit you back no
0: well I don't blame her
3: neither do I then why blame. did oh, you oh Julian oh Julian's here that was a good practice it was good practice though why do we need Julian in here
1: because it's funny <laughs>
0: So, guess what your little buddy has been doing? Dude,
1: do, do you have your own name on your own shirt? I do. You ready for this, Julian, jump and press? What now? First He's- of all, he accidentally spent uh, an a extended period of time in his life wiping his ass with Clorox bleach wipes. Because <laughs> he and- thought
0: they were baby <laughs> wipes. And recently, like not as a baby, like literally last week. Oh, my
1: God. And then second, he asked out Please a bartender also- once by passing her his phone and- on the phone in his notes app. He said, I'm deaf. Can I have your number? She gave him his number and said, I've been listening to you the entire time. <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And he's like, I don't know why my butt's so dry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the stuff that you wipe down the counter with here at the station. Right, exactly.
0: You know how how he found out? They made him do like a What's-In-Sonics fanny pack at a party. And he pulled those out. He's like, I got the cleanest ass in the game.
1: He wasn't wrong, by the way.
0: (laughs) No, it's sterile. Like, that's literally a low-budget porn girl's ass.
1: Those Clorox bleach wipes will eat away granite. Imagine what it's doing to his little (laughs) supple have
0: off used, a <laughs> I have used those bleach wipes to get my purple hair dye out of my white counter and it worked. <laughs> so, Sonic wiping his ass with Poor these Sonic. for about a week probably looks like the third time you went to a tattoo removal.
2: <laughs> Spinky's Corner.
0: Podcast. Hi, Tofla. Hey,
2: guys. How are you doing? So I liked your
0: uh, your story. You posted it on Instagram because I feel like that was so relatable about you saying that you have a hard time um, knowing when your album's done because you have to listen to it like through headphones. You have to listen to it in the car. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a difference between like hearing it in your headphones and then hearing it in a different space or hearing it somewhere else that you're like, oh, it sounds good here, but...
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you listen. It kind of becomes a thing where you listen for different things in different... Um, speakers. Okay. So like when I listen to in like fancy studio speakers I'm like okay all the details of like all the instrument all the percussions everything like all the backing vocals everything needs to be super clear. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in the car you just want to f- you just it's more about the emotion of like do you feel the like the the heaviness of it and like the bass and kind of like the, the, the groove of it that m- makes you want to just keep driving real fast. Um, and then I think just in like in the computer it's more like do I hear like the lyrics and the melody I kind of listen for different things in every in all of it and then So it has it. to
1: pass like a step for all of those like the headphones the computer the car the studio and yeah. you have to check all the boxes before we get it out yeah. here in the real world.
2: I've been on the phone all day with my um, main producer Ludwig and we're, we're fighting over this one ad lib in one song where I want to keep it and he thinks it's too much so we're just like arguing back and forth
1: <laughs> So who wins when that happens?
2: Um I mean, it's actually, it varies. It depends. Like, I feel like when it's vocal stuff, I am very like, no, 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 this is it. And then when it's more production stuff, you know, if I'm like, oh, I missed that thing, he's like, yeah, but he can kind of argue his way to a point where, like, I trust him, you know, and he trusts me, so. But sometimes we're just... We're both very passionate. We work really closely, so <laughs> it turns into a fight sometimes.
0: The album, I feel like, has the greatest title of all time. It's Sunshine Kitty, <laughs> if you
2: guys weren't aware. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? Um, it's kind of a, a big mix of a lot of things. So I wanted kind of a play on pussy power, I guess, and um, also reflecting that I'm like living in a sunny place now. I moved to, to L.A. a few years ago and kind of what it's like to live in constant sunlight and how that like kind of affects you <laughs> in a sense. But the main, like, when I kind of figured out was um, I saw this girls episode and Lena Dunham or her character Hannah talks about... Um, how she read about this author, always has like this very like beautiful, glowy face, like glowy skin. Like Everyone's like, where'd you get your glow? And apparently she just like, lays out and tans her vagina. So that's how she soaks up the power of the sun, <laughs> through that. And I just thought that it was really that's kind of beautiful, That's the trick for you to try Tyler. And hilarious, and <laughs> awesome. So I was like, that's where the true power comes from, I guess, so. yeah.
1: Inspiration can come from anywhere.
2: (laughs) Yes. Is Lena aware that you did that? Uh, I don't think so. She
0: needs to be. We'll we'll have to profusely tag her on this interview.
1: (laughs) We need to send this to someone. We got some big wigs back there.
2: Hopefully she takes it as a compliment. Who knows?
1: (laughs) I would think so. I mean, that would be like a highest of compliments. Yeah, I
2: mean, it's, yeah, her words that I'm like, that was super inspiring to me. So, yeah. (laughs) When are we going to get this album? Uh, September.
1: Do we have a date date or is it just um, roughly september
2: like i would say mid-september Yeah.
1: <laughs> how much of it is done right now
2: um i'm literally approving the final mixes like today and tonight as we're going yeah
0: do, do you have like nerves going into it is it like different now because you're like i already kind of set the bar for myself
2: well i feel like i've done the riot of like my first album did like like crazy well like you know, how this has even happened on the first try, so to speak. And then uh, I had my little weird moment with my third album where I just got to do like super weird stuff that I was feeling at the moment. And then now I feel like I'm, it's kind of like a new era starting for me in a way, just the way that where my mindset is and how I'm writing and everything. So it feels very like a lot of butterflies and nerves, kind of like. Before the Like, it's the same way they did for the first album, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've been seeing
0: uh, success from Gladys Gone. Like, mm-hmm. I think that is such a unique approach to that song that you took. Like,
2: didn't you think of the title before you kind of found the meaning for it? Yeah, I, it was, yeah, exactly. The title kind of came sort of out of us just jamming in the studio, and I just kind of started singing that melody a little bit, and then just thought that was kind of the words that... um It started with like, it's gone, and then like, he's gone, and then like, glad, and then it kind of just felt like, maybe this is like a celebration breakup song, but I'm not going through a breakup right now, but (laughs) I I just started thinking about all the times that like, me and my friends have like, given this pep talk to each other, and like, how that really... like matters,
1: you know. You and Lena Dunham. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my
2: girls, yeah.
1: So Happy cool. festival season, by the way. Oh, thank you. Because uh, I know, uh, where were you, was it last week? I saw on the Instagram.
2: Glastonbury I went to for fun. I love festivals, and I'm a big festival goer even when I don't play, so whenever I get a chance to go to a festival that I like and I'm always like try to stay a couple days or one day at the festival if we're playing if if it's possible I just I love it so
1: you as a Grammy nominated artist that's had huge hits do you pay for your own festival tickets when you go on your own
2: (laughs) um no, I mean, if I've if played the festival, usually you can just go. It's like a yeah. kind of yeah. a gratitude thing that, you know, that you exchange. But if it's a festival that, like, I haven't played or I don't know, I usually, like, as hit up my agents, like, hey, I want to go to this thing. <laughs> but, you know, I'll pay for my camping and my tent and everything. Oh, yeah. Cool.
1: Do you really camp out when you go to festivals? Yeah. You're like, did, you're
2: in it. At Glastonbury,
0: yeah, you have to camp. Yeah. What is in your fanny pack at a music festival?
2: Um... <laughs> My passport, okay. um, cash, um, water and chapstick, <laughs> and some things that are more private. and um, sometimes, like, a, sometimes um, like an extra like, top or something if it's really hot and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The Is essentials. there somebody
0: on the lineup of
2: a music festival that if you see, you're like, "I have to go? Um, well, this year for me, for Glastonbury was Chemical Brothers because mm. um, that is the best live production I've ever seen, and also Kylie Minogue. I had to, I had to. See oh my that. gosh, throwback! It was fantastic. Yeah, we don't get
1: Kylie in the states very often.
2: No, well, she's the queen.
1: <laughs> so take the festivals like that. Take that outside. Who is the last artist you have paid money, Tovlo's own money, your own <laughs> Swedish krona,
2: to actually go
1: <laughs> and 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 pay and see live at, at a show?
2: Um. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember. Um, It was a long time ago, man, to be honest. So let me rephrase the question. Who
1: is the one you would pay to go see now if you weren't giving all the free Um, tickets in the world?
2: Ooh, who would I go pay to see? Well, it would be like, you know, ones that like go, that you like, someone that I wanted to see as a kid and never got to see Like I Spice Girls, I would definitely pay to go to see. They're they're touring right now, yeah. (laughs) I heard it's incredible and they're selling out like three nights in a row. Exactly. So I'm trying to find a day when I can make that happen for myself.
1: Are you a baby spice person? Because I was.
2: No, so here's a funny thing. In Sweden, I was like, this is my, this isn't my real hair color, but this is my real hair color. And I was the uh, like darkest girl in my class. So when we were doing like spice girls, I was scary spice. Because um, Sweden and uh, I—that's uh, just always been my favorite. She's just badass, and yeah, I mean she's cool. still killing it. She's still out yeah. there.
1: I'm just having memories of Baby Spice. I was really <laughs> in love with Baby Spice back in the
2: day. <laughs> he was hoping I that would I be your answer. All. I love them all. Still
1: holding out.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Lollapalooza's
1: is coming up here, and you've done that festival a couple of times.
2: Yeah. It was one, awesome. Can
1: we get you back to one of those? Because it was fun when you were here. Are you
2: kidding me? I would love to. Yeah. I'd love to. What I, festivals
1: are you doing this summer then if you're not doing a lot? Um,
2: I'm not doing any pretty much in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a bunch in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then next year, 2020, is my year of festivals. You're what going is going the there. one you said you saw specifically that she was on?
1: Uh, Budapest.
2: Yeah. Because I Siegert. think
1: like like uh, Ed Sheeran I think is on that. He's yeah. One of want pilots.
2: There's, so I'm doing a bunch of like in kind of Uh, around Europe and Eastern Europe and Scandinavia and um, Ziggit is like the biggest one probably that's really really cool I've never been to it before so I'm I'm playing a lot of like new festivals over there this year which is exciting
0: festivals are a totally different vibe I feel like performing for than like a show because you can look into the audience I feel like and just see the wildest stuff going on yeah it's definitely
2: the biggest crowds too like you kind of attract more people than um, when you do like in obviously when you do a smaller show but, but like there'll be I've had some of my like biggest crowds playing does it freak you out to perform in front of that many
0: people are you one of those people who are like i'd rather perform in front of a million instead of five
2: um oh my god it so depends on the vibe the the vibe the situation i think i really enjoy the power of playing in front of such a big crowd but i really make sure to like see some faces you know so you're like kind of it's really fun, because people in the crowd don't realize that you can see them, so they're just having a time, and my favorite thing is just, like, people screaming back the words and kind of, like, just looking like they're about to lose their minds, and it's pretty amazing to have that. And then, like, if you lock eyes, it's, like, a whole other yeah. <laughs> level of excitement that happens. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> have
1: you ever, like, made eye contact with, like, a famous person at one of your shows where you're like, wow,
0: that's...
2: Oh, you're like, hey, you're here. You're here. Um... No, I mean, I've had like, you know, girls that I know, like Charlie 6 and Alma and Icona like, Pop, like come out and like, I'll be like, ah, you know, but then it's more like, uh, <laughs> oh, actually, um, Lord Ella came to one of my first LA shows and that was, uh, oh, she's that was awesome. She's <gasps> awesome. It was uh, my heart stopped a little bit, yeah. So
1: when was the last time? Because you were around a lot of artists, obviously, and it's your job, so you run into a lot of them. When was the last time you were starstruck?
2: Actually, yeah. Seeing. Um, Kevin Parker from Tame Impala at Glastonbury. I, it took me like three days to go up and say hi to him because I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of like a good thing you wanted to say to him? Like rehearsed it in your head and were like, okay, this is what I'm going to tell him. Yeah, well, I, yeah, kind of. And then, but I also feel, I'm I'm really bad at the sort of networking with artists that I don't know yet. Because I've just, I'm always like, hello, I'm this artist and uh, let's hang out. Like just to, just, you know, I, it kind of feels like, a, I don't know, I, it, I prefer if it's like, Getting introduced through someone, I found it easier.
0: You worked with Phineas, right, on this mm-hmm. coming album, which is Billie yeah. Eilish's brother. How did you two
2: get connected? Um, that was just through meeting him with Billy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I met her a couple times, and so she's awesome. And then obviously a big fan of his, too. So we met, and I was like, Can we write? He's like, Yes. So, so he, he helped uh, with Sunshine Kitty? Not for. The, it's, a, it's a coming thing that I can't oh. talk
0: about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks.